0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We appreciate y'all joining us today. Today, we're continuing to talk about forgiveness.
1: Yes, it's our part 2 episode in our series of 3, and we're excited to continue this series. Dev and I are also very blessed to be able to share what the Lord has been putting on our hearts with y'all. Yeah. We believe it's going to bring some change and some freedom to people. So, we want y'all to tune in and really get a hold of what we're talking about yes. because this is the pathway to freedom and to living a guilt-free life in Jesus.
0: That's really good. And, I mean, it's really true, you know, and that kind of reminds me of the first podcast in this series, the last podcast we did, talking about the Father's forgiveness because Jesus showed us how to do that. You know, he lived that example. And, you know, throughout his ministry, you cannot read the Gospels without seeing Jesus walk in forgiveness. Yeah, and you see the freedom it brought to people when he did that, right. when he forgave people, when he healed people, all these different things that opened up all these avenues through forgiveness. Yeah. And I think that's that's just an amazing thing. And even in his death, you know, in his crucifixion and death, you see that he was still forgiving towards people. He was still exuding forgiveness. And I think that that's an amazing thing because that is what brought us freedom. That's yeah. what talking
1: about. Uh, one particular story that comes to mind is the woman at the well and how Jesus pointed out her sins to her her knowing that he couldn't have known her sins unless he was the messiah the savior the one that they were counting on and just to see how she left the well knowing that her sins were forgiven and he knew what her sins were he knew what all she was into he said doesn't matter your sins are forgiven. And she went on freely. Like, have you seen a jump of joy? Have you seen somebody freely go tell about the gospel because their sins have been forgiven because their chains have been broken because the weight has been lifted off of them? Yeah. They say, wow, I'm forgiven. Let me share about my God because he's forgiven you too.
0: Yeah, it's powerful. And that same forgiveness, that, like you just said, that same forgiveness he gave her, he he provided for everyone. Yeah. But you have to know how to receive it and how to walk in it. And that's kind of what we ended the last podcast with, was receiving God's forgiveness. But today we're going to talk about forgiving others, and we're going to get into how to deal with unforgiveness. Yes. So let's, let's get into it. You ready to get in the Word?
1: Let's get in the Word.
0: Let's get in the Word. All right. So we're talking about forgiving and walking in love. That's our first point, kind of point here. Um, is that as children of God, you know, when we're, we've accepted Jesus, we've received that forgiveness as children of God, we are to walk like him. We are to show him to the world. We read what the word says to it and how it instructs us to live. And we take that and we apply it to our lives so other people can see that. Right. And so let's see what the scripture says about this particular topic. In Colossians. 3 12 through 14 in the niv it says therefore as god's chosen people holy and dearly loved clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity now, it's a really good scripture. It really shows that it pushes that example or that point that we are to imitate our Heavenly Father. We're to live as an example of Him, just like we were talking about. And I really like how it says to bear with each other, which means to be patient with them. And it's basically what it's saying is you're being patient with someone while they're learning, while they're growing. You know, people are learning and growing just like we are. And so we can't... You know, or we shouldn't attack them or get mad at them or or hold a grudge against them because they're still in the process of learning and growing. They're not perfect. They, you know, they haven't got it all down yet and none of us have. We, you know, I can't say like, oh yeah, I just, I make every decision right and I do everything right and I have the right attitude about everything. It's a process and I'm learning and growing. But I love how it says that to bear with each other, have patience with one another. And then it says to forgive one another if you have a grievance against someone And he gives us a good reminder here, just as the Lord has forgiven you, you know, forgive as the Lord is forgiving you. He says to walk in forgiveness, follow the example of Jesus. Like we mentioned before, Jesus showed forgiveness over and over during his life and ministry and even in his death. So I think that's so important that we take that example of Jesus and his forgiveness and we begin to apply it to ourselves and walk in that and show others forgiveness. Be patient with them, show them forgiveness.
1: Yeah. Showing forgiveness to others is an example of love for forgiving others then we are walking in the father's love. So one of the scriptures, well, let's go here first. It says, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. You're putting on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience towards others. You're bearing with them. So you're Your love is producing the action of these things, your love is putting on the coat. Okay. I'm going to be compassionate. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be gentle towards these people. Yeah, that's good. And one of the scriptures that I love that ties to this is it says, let love and kindness be the motivation behind all you do. This is first Corinthians 16, 14. So if I'm letting love be the motivation, love and kindness be the motivation behind all that I do, and this scripture is telling me, forgive others just as Christ has forgiven you. So when I go to forgive somebody, is it really out of a benefit from myself or is love being my motivation to say, hey, I'm going to love you and part of that is forgiving you. Yeah. Not for my own benefit of saying I want to be a clean, pure vessel. Yes, I do receive forgiveness from the Lord. But my motivation behind forgiving somebody else needs to come from this place of, oh, the Father's love for
0: you. Yeah, exactly.
1: I like viewing it through the lens of how the Father sees people. Because then it's easy to take away the grievances you've had towards somebody, the anger you felt towards somebody, the hurt, or whatever it is, the bitterness that you're holding against a person. When you say, I'm going to forgive you, a lot of times we say, I'm forgiving you so then I can be set free. I'm forgiving you because the Bible says I have to forgive you in order to receive my forgiveness instead look at it through the lens of love because love must be your motivation yeah so let me be motivated by that lens of love the love that the father has shown me and i see you and i say beyond everything that you've done to me beyond everything i felt towards you I want to see you whole. I want to see you grow. I want to see you forgiven and set free. So now I am their advocate and I'm bearing with them. I'm forgiving them through his love. And I'm then showing them compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I
0: mean, if you think about it, that doing that, just like you just said, is imitating God because that's what he did for us. Right. He's like beyond everything you've done against me, even while we were in our sins, he sent Jesus to die for us. Jesus came to die for us. So it's it's doing you're basically what you're saying is you need to love people and forgive them like God does yes. for us. So that's that's awesome. I love that. So moving on here, our next scripture is First John four nineteen through twenty one. And this kind of ties that love in that you were talking about. It says, "We love because He first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God." whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So I think that's really important there that it talks, you know, it's tying in that love, like you were talking about that walking in forgiveness is loving others like that. And I think that's so important that we see that. And it's, it's literally a command from God that we must love our brother and sister. We must walk in love with each other. And not only must we love our brother and sister, but he even talked about loving those who, who come against us, who attack us here in Luke six twenty seven and 28. Would you like to read that one?
1: Yes. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. So when this talks about, it says, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. I know what a good action towards my neighbor is. I know it's good if I'm not being deceitful towards them or yes. if I'm not... Um, Manipulating them, or Or even talking
0: bad about them behind their back, you know. And that's
1: bless those who curse you. How do you bless somebody? You speak well of them. Yes. You speak well of them, whether they're in your in your vicinity or if you are behind their back, if you are away from them. How do you talk about people to others? Have you really forgiven them? If we're not speaking well of them, that's really because remember we're begin we're becoming their advocate before the Father. We're saying Father. Like, I am showing your love towards them. I do not want them to walk in whatever these things are that I've then picked yeah. up a grudge about.
0: Yeah, because it's easy to say, "Oh, I've forgiven this person, but then you know you're around your friends and you start talking about this person and you're like, "Yeah, well, they did this, and they did this and they did this. Well, have you really forgiven them? Have yeah. you really let it, are you really walking in love when you're speaking ill of a person and you know, they're not even there? I mean that's right. that's crazy. The way
1: you speak about somebody sets the tone for how others will view them. Not everybody has the mindset of love others and forgive others. So being in the world of people who will tear down, who will complain, who will hold grudges, who will you yeah. know be bitter towards other people Well, let's not slander others. Let's not be angry towards others. So your voice, I know I was reading in the Bible and I was talking about how powerful the voice is. Like the rudder of a ship. And the small rudder will steer a ship. Our tongue steers our life.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So as powerful as our words are, when we bless others before people who may not understand forgiveness, who may not understand speaking well of others, it begins to change people's attitude towards another. So if I say to my friends, a blessing about you, David, and they've not been for you before, their words begin to change because I've now set a new tone that says, that is not how you are.
0: Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. So basically the gist of this whole thing is, be forgiving. Yeah. Walk in love forgive others, speak good things about others. Bless them. Yeah. That's really good. So we've kind of talked about this first point. We've talked about forgiving and walking in love and what that looks like and what it looks like to have God's forgiveness that we've received on the inside of us, but we're giving that love and we're giving that forgiveness to those around us. We're extending that to those around us. But now I want to get into the topic of dealing with unforgiveness. Yeah. You know i'll just say this before we get into it it may be difficult to hear it may be something you don't want to think about or want to talk about but we're going to talk about it because it's in the word the word talks about it and that's what we're here to do we're here to find out what's in the word and apply it to our lives so we're dealing with unforgiveness we're talking about what does the word say about unforgiveness and how do we get that out of our lives and remain in god's forgiveness and stay in that place well, dealing with unforgiveness, just like we talked about earlier, when you're born again, and when you receive Jesus, when you receive that forgiveness from Him, you repent. That's the first. That's what you do. I mean, the Scripture talks about it in multiple places. There's multiple references I could pull up that talk about repenting. And repenting, you know, it's sometimes I feel like it carries this bad idea with it that it's like, oh, it's this big oath. No, it's not a big thing. All, repent or fire. <laughs> that's like you. literally all repenting means is to turn away. From what you were doing so basically you're saying what i was doing was wrong and i realize it was wrong i recognize it was wrong i'm turning away from that and i'm following jesus
1: i'm not gonna do it again
0: yeah i'm not doing that anymore i'm not living that way anymore i'm following jesus so you repent you you know you believe in jesus you confess with your mouth that he is your lord and savior and that's how you receive salvation But well, when you do that when you're repenting you're repenting of the sin in your life and one of those sins is unforgiveness. That's something you lay down. You say, you know, I'm laying down unforgiveness. I'm laying down all, these, all the things that I've done in my life, all the things, the way I've lived. I'm laying all that down, and I'm now following Jesus. That's what you do when you repent and you receive him. And so you receive that forgiveness of God then, and you've repented of that unforgiveness that you've had in you. But then when you receive God's forgiveness and you have Jesus down on the inside of you, it it changes you on the inside. And that begins to affect the way you are on the outside. The more time you spend with him, the more time you're in his word, you're developing that relationship with him. It affects how you live on the outside. And so now you're like, I was holding grudges against these people, but I don't, I have already laid that down. I've chosen to lay that down. So now I'm going to go and I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to ask them to forgive me. And so that's kind of how that process looks. Of when you're an unbeliever and you be, you get born again, you lay down that unforgiveness, and that's what that looks like. And so when you do that, you you're at first you're laying it down before God. You're saying, "I'm laying all these things down." And then because of that forgiveness He puts on the inside of you, you're like, "Oh, hey, those people that I held a grudge against, those ones that I talked bad about." Those, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be that way right. towards those people anymore. So I'm going to go and say, hey, I forgive you, and I hope you can forgive me for the way I've treated you, and yeah. you move on. And it's that simple. You move on.
1: I can't pick up unforgiveness anymore because I'm in him now.
0: Exactly. And
1: you begin to recognize that because what he's doing is he is perfecting his work in you. He is making you a pure vessel to yes. carry his word, to carry him his love out to others. So if you say, I've been saved, but I still have unforgiveness towards another, then you've not really trusted the Lord to forgive you and to lay down that, you've not laid down that unforgiveness before him.
0: Yeah, that's good. And so that's kind of what we're going to get into now, because you say, well, some of the scriptures we just talked about are dealing with believers, but it still says to forgive. So what's up with that? Like, how does that work? Okay, well, let's look at it. Jesus talked to Peter about this very subject. So we're going to look at what Jesus told Peter. And so in Matthew 18, 21 through 35, it's kind of a long scripture, but it's a good parable that Jesus shared with Peter to talk about forgiveness and unforgiveness. So let's get into it and let's read it. It's in the Amplified Classic version. It says, then Peter came up to him and said, Lord, how many times may my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go? As many as up to seven times, Jesus answered him, I tell you, not up to seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a human king who wished to settle accounts with his attendants. When he began the accounting, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents, which this translation says is probably about ten million dollars. So just give you an idea of today's money. And because he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and his children and everything he possessed and payment to be made. So the attendant fell on his knees, begging him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion, and he released him and forgave him, canceling the debt. But that same attendant, as he went out, found one of his fellow attendants who owed him a hundred denarii, which is about $20 in today's money. And he caught him by the throat and said, Pay what you owe. So his fellow attendant fell down and begged him earnestly, Give me time and I will pay you all. But he was unwilling, and he went out and had him put in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow attendants saw what happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and told everything that had taken place to their master. Then his master called him and said to him, You contemptible and wicked attendant. I forgave and canceled all that great debt of yours because you begged me to. And should you not have had pity and mercy on your fellow attendant, as I had pity and mercy on you? And in wrath, his master turned him over to the torturers, the jailers, till he should pay all that he owed. So also my heavenly father will deal with every one of you if you do not freely forgive your brother from your heart his offenses. So it's a pretty good parable. Yeah. It's a very strong and stern parable. It's a very strong and stern story and I, you know, Jesus ended that with, you know, very very strongly. He said, "So my also my heavenly Father will deal with every one of you if you do not freely forgive your brother from your heart his offenses." And I know that can sound like a scary thing, but it's really not because just like we talked about before, you're showing that same forgiveness to those around you.
1: Well, if you take this and you put yourself in the example of the one being forgiven and we're talking about the father and his forgiveness. So you say, well, you've forgiven me. So what do I have to hold against somebody else? Yeah. When he's forgiven me a great debt, a great amount of sin, he's forgiven me. And somebody comes along who I feel has wronged me. The man that owed $20, I feel he's wronged me. And the Lord says, Have I not forgiven you of a greater debt? Yeah. So why am I holding on to something that can risk my life, that can risk my pureness of heart that can risk my relationship with the Lord when he says, I'll take care of you and I'll take care of them. That's
0: good. Like he has
1: enough to provide for it all. Yeah. So that was really a heart issue. And he even says that freely forgive your brother from your heart, his offenses. So we're dealing with heart issues, not with physical matters of money. The money I don't believe was the issue. It was a heart issue. issue. That's right. I won't release him from, from my unforgiveness. Yeah,
0: it really was a hard issue, and you can see that throughout this story because for, there's a couple of things I want to point out here. That first servant in the parable, the one who was forgiven a lot, he wasn't truly repentant, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. And so, you know, right now we're talking about what does it look like for a believer to have unforgiveness in their life and how they should deal with that. Well, you look at this first servant he wasn't truly repentant he wasn't you know the king extended forgiveness to him but it says that as soon as he went out as he was going out he was looking for that other guy that owed him the twenty dollars yeah and so it's like okay well you just received all this forgiveness, but he didn't receive, he didn't allow it to change him on the inside. He took it like a get out of jail free card. He's like, oh, well, I don't have to deal with that anymore. So now let me turn and go find this person who owes me the $20 and I'm going to beat it out of him basically. I'm going to get it out of him because he owes it to me. And so there was no change of heart. There was no change. There was no repentance there. And basically what it's saying here is that he had unforgiveness on the inside of him that he was not willing to lay down. Yeah. And let's look and see what the scripture says about that. It says uh, here in Matthew six fourteen through 15 in the NIV, and this is Jesus talking, and he says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. He is very plain and clear in the scripture. Yeah, There is no beating around the bush. There is no... You know, oh, well, this doesn't mean that blah, 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 blah. No, he is very clear, very plain in the scripture. He says, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. So what he's saying here is when you choose to hold on to unforgiveness, you cannot receive God's forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, to basically break it down like that. God has provided forgiveness for all of us in Jesus. We already know that. We talked about that in the first podcast or the first uh, series podcast of the series that God's already provided forgiveness for all of us in Jesus. Yeah. But you can't say, I'm going to take what Jesus has given me on one hand and say, I want to hold on to sin and unforgiveness in the other. It doesn't work that way. You have to lay this down and say, I receive this. And then once you do that, you walk in this. Because here's the thing. When you step into unforgiveness, you're stepping out of his forgiveness. You can't be in both at one time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, go ahead. Uh,
1: uh, Better way to explain it. For those of you that are just listening, we're kind of doing some hand motions here. I have unforgiveness in my hand and you hand me forgiveness. Yeah. How am I to pick up forgiveness if my hands are full? Yeah, exactly. So I have to lay this down in order to pick up the forgiveness. It's a new thing I'm walking in.
0: That's exactly it. And here's the thing. God doesn't want you to hold on to that unforgiveness because he wants to give you his forgiveness. He's given it to us in Jesus. He wants you to grab it and receive it. But just like she just showed, you can't pick up the forgiveness of Jesus if you're holding on to unforgiveness. And in the same way, as a believer, I can't say, I'm going to keep staying in Jesus But no, I'm going to hold a grudge against that person because I don't like what they did. And I'm going to talk bad about them because I don't like what they did. No, when you do that, you're choosing to step away from what Jesus has done and say, I'm setting that down and I'm picking up unforgiveness.
1: Well, and that goes back to viewing yourself and others through that lens of love that we talked about, through the lens of the Father's love. Let everything you do be out of love. Let love be your motivation.
0: That's really good. Now I want to get into this uh, last scripture. Here. It's Ephesians four thirty-one through thirty-two in the NIV. It says, "Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice." Now, get this—he's writing this. Paul was writing this to the church. He's writing this to believers. So we're still talking about how a believer gets rid of unforgiveness. And this is what he tells believers, those who are following God, are supposed to be following the Lord. This is what he's telling them. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Now, that's something I want to point out here. He said, as in Christ God forgave you. Just like we've talked about this whole time that the forgiveness of God is in Jesus. That is who he is. He brought that forgiveness to us. And so he's saying all these things, be ca- be compassion- kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Well, we can see that forgiveness is in him. Mm-hmm. Compassion is in him. Kindness is in him. So if I step into unforgiveness, if I step into forgiveness, not being compassionate, not being kind, all these other things, the bitterness, the rage, the anger, if I'm stepping into that, I'm stepping away from him. I'm stepping away from the way he lives, the way he's doing things. I step into unforgiveness, which is not in him. Forgiveness is in him. Yeah. So here's the thing. Stay in forgiveness. Stay in Jesus because that's where we need to be. That's where we need to operate. We need to operate out of that place of love, operate out of that place of forgiving others, just as he's forgiven us. Yeah. And, you know, that's something I've thought about, you know, with this. I studied for this particular episode quite a bit because I really wanted to understand forgiveness and understand forgiving others. And, you know, I've thought about it a lot, but I'm like, why would you not want to forgive other people? Like the Lord has forgiven you of so much. And when you realize that, when you think about, you know, I deserved I deserve punishment. I deserve torture. I deserve death. I deserve hell. I deserved all those things Jesus took at crucifixion. I deserve that. I deserve to go through all that because of the sin in my life, because I was fallen, because I, you know, I didn't deserve to be in God's presence. I didn't deserve to be able to live with him for eternity, but Jesus came and he said, Hey, I'm taking that punishment and I'm bringing his forgiveness to you. So, now that i have that i see that i'm like why would i want to hold a grudge against someone why wouldn't i want to show that same mercy that same kindness that he showed by saying hey i forgive you you know you you may say this about me you may treat me this way but i forgive you and i love you and god loves you
1: so i'm going to ask a question and it is how do you know that you've truly forgiven somebody so some of y'all are listening to this and you're you're searching your heart. You're saying, who have I not forgiven? Lord, show me if I have any unforgiveness anywhere. And you can ask the Lord that and he can reveal things to you. But on the other hand, you say, I thought I forgiven this person. Have I really forgiven this person? Have I really forgiven whoever it is of their debt? Have I forgiven them of the wrong that, that I feel they've done towards me? And how you know you've done this is, are you walking in bitterness, rage, and anger? Are you slandering them? Are you speaking bad of them? Or are you walking in kindness towards them? Are you walking in gentleness towards them? Are you showing them love? So it's the fruit of how you act towards somebody that I'll show you if you're in true forgiveness of them. Yeah, that's good. So when we say we forgive others, I'm going to go back to this first scripture. Okay. I can find it. I'm just going to read it real quick. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I mean, that really sums up what we're talking about today. It's just taking that forgiveness God's giving you you see it as an example and you're putting on all these things you're choosing every day just like we started out talking about you're choosing to put on compassion you're choosing to put on love you're choosing to put on his forgiveness and be forgiving towards others and that's I think that's the perfect example because that ties directly to what we just talked about that if you're putting on his forgiveness then you cannot put on unforgiveness because you already have his forgiveness on. You'd have to take that off to put on unforgiveness. Yeah. And so choose to put on his forgiveness, choose to put on compassion, choose to put on love, choose to put on all these good right. virtues, these good fruits that will show up in your life. And when you're living as an example of him towards others.
1: Yeah, I love this because even in an instance where you might mess up, you might say, okay, Lord, I'll, I'm living for you. I want to walk rightly before you and you see somebody and you might react out of unforgiveness or you might act in a way that is not pleasing to the father. You might speak ill of somebody in a, just in a, out of a quick response. Yeah. Even his forgiveness covers that. So how do we write that wrong? Father, forgive me. And now, change your words continue to bless those people yeah change your actions towards them and
0: if you lash out towards someone ask them to forgive you i mean it's that simple just like you ask god to forgive you go to that person and say hey forgive me you know there's plenty of scriptures in the bible that talk about reconciling with your brother or sister and you go to them say hey forgive me i i you know i shouldn't have said those things and you move on
1: so just in the same you can't hold on to unforgiveness you cannot hold yourself back from the lord's forgiveness that's a little tidbit and intro into our next podcast, the final of the, Episode the three of the episodes. Series, yeah. You got anything else for us today?
0: I think I'm good for today. I really hope that y'all were able to get a hold of this and to walk in that forgiveness that God is giving you and be able to show that to other people, be able to live in that forgiveness. So I hope y'all are able to get a hold of that and really let it change the way you live so
1: yeah thank you for joining us today we love hearing from y'all so if you'd like subscribe you can find us on any of the social medias and just send us a comment send us a message and let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast maybe a little bit more of what you'd like to hear about and we'll see y'all next time
0: yeah we just want to remind you that in jesus we are built on the rock